Dream to Reality Entertainment presents the Think Tank Podcast. Starring your host, he's a podcaster, photographer, filmographer, writer, conspiracy fascist, entrepreneur, explorer, color commentator, picky eater, beer ninja, secret agent, and the world's most influential humanoid, he is Ryan the Area Man. And now, coming to you pre-recorded from the very secretive D2R Studios, deep undercover in the world's deepest, darkest, most secure, Hadron Collider and nuclear bomb tested and approved doomsday bunker, here is Ryan the Area Man! What is up? Everybody, I'm Ryan the Area Man. This is the Think Tank Podcast. High energy episode today. Big surprise, well not big surprise, obviously if you read the uh, description you know what the hell's coming today. Returning, well he was on a few episodes ago, but uh, he's returning for a full blown episode. Just him this time. Nothing else. We don't talk about... uh, bunch of conspiracies and shit like that it's uh it's jamie he's returning to the podcast not necessarily full-time but uh as a guest everybody knows jamie from back in the d2r days if you're new to the think tank podcast jamie has a long history he used to be my uh co-host and uh life kind of happened and he kind of had to step away and uh you know raise some kids and do all that good stuff but uh oh and he's also pursuing his dream of being a stand-up comedian and we talk all about that so back in the day when he was on and he was kind of transitioning out he was just just kind of getting his toes wet in the whole stand-up comedy scene locally and uh he's gone on quite a few few little gigs not quite to the point of making any money, but uh, he's getting there. He's He's got an act. Uh, he's starting to polish it some more and, and all that, and we talk all about it. And, interesting little thing, he, uh, he broadcasted this particular podcast that you're about to hear uh, live on Periscope. It's somehow linked up through his Twitter. I had Periscope. I don't use it because I don't have the time to really look into it, understand it. All I know is that uh, you can turn on Periscope and you can get people that pop in and and uh, kind of watch and and you can you can talk to them. So it's kind of like having Skype, but yet people can just kind of pop in and out of out of like a Skype conversation. You're linked directly to someone. This would be like turning your Skype on having the conversation and then random people can kind of pop in like a chat room and watch and then they can pop out and it is what it is and you can actually talk to them so like people can pop in and say hey you guys are dumbasses and 
It'll pop up on screen, and we can see it, and then we can comment. You can ask questions. It's kind of a neat idea. It's something I'm considering looking into for uh, more podcasts in the future. So uh, if we do that, I'll announce more information. Uh, it's a neat idea. It's It was more for uh, his fan base in particular. And, uh, yeah, so we did that. Uh, maybe you happen to hear the conversation originally when it was broadcast on his periscope i don't know i think you might be able to actually go back and watch the video if you link up through his twitter or periscope or something like that anyways uh, he gives his twitter out and uh i think i don't know i don't want to i don't want to butcher it i don't want to say it right now just in case i uh i get it wrong i don't want to send you to somebody else's twitter that's not his um so i won't but he gives it out, and you can go there and check it out and see if you can find the video and whatnot. I don't know. I think it saves out there on some sort of database, but I don't know. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, you want to support the show? One more time, theareyman.com, sponsor tab, Amazon banner. Buy everything you, uh, you need to buy. Helps support the podcast. Amazon kicks us back a little bit. Yada, yada, yada. Everybody's heard it. And then phoenixbeardoils.com. Go there, learn about it. See why you should be using it if you have a beard. You can even use it on your uh, the hair on your head, hair on your butt, on your back, chest, whatever. Your body hair. You can use the beard oils on your body hair. So it really should be Phoenix body hair oils, but... That's not what it is. It's Phoenix Beard Oils. It's mainly for beards, but you can use it for your body hair. Anyway, I feel like I'm digging a hole. Go there, learn about it. Use the promo code D2R when you're checking out. You're going to have 10% off your entire order and a free sample. And, yeah. Go do that. Let's get to the meat of the episode. Myself and Jamie. The, uh, the, the return of Jamie and the, uh, the good old days of talking about everything. It's an interview. Jamie talks about stand-up comedy and the struggles and the successes and the bombs and all that good stuff. Take it away. Welcome to another edition of podcasting. This is uh, Ryan across from me. Way, way, way back in the day. Hang on. Viva on Periscope. I got Welcome Back Cottage Lane. on Periscope. I'm we trying to make it seem like there's more people watching. There will be. Uh, Jamie. Ryan. Welcome. Back. That's me. <laughs> to the studio. I the special welcome back music. Yeah, always. Now, if you start making this a regular thing, it's going to stop. Yeah. So. It'll be the some song about Here He Is Again instead of Welcome Back. Yeah. Well, you like that song. So yeah. I'll play it for you, when, classic. you when you come back. I like that show. So did I, so did I dude. I was a huge fan of Welcome Who Back. Is the, uh, who is your favorite 
Okay, would you like Harshak, Epstein, Washington, or uh, what was uh, Travolta's character? Uh, Barbarino. 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 And then uh, Cotter. Yeah, Cotter. I liked Cotter because he always told the joke at the end of the episode. Did he? Yeah, every that. episode there's always a joke about one of oh. his family members. Yeah. I don't, I've watched so many episodes, but I only remember one of the jokes. Where were they? Where was that show based at? In was Brooklyn, it, I think. Was it Brooklyn? Somewhere around there. And then they always. What teacher has his kids come to his apartment on a regular basis? Mr. Carter. Mr. Carter. Ames Carter. Hi there. <laughs> that was uh, Washington. Yeah. And then Epstein always had the note from his mom. From Epstein's mother. Yeah. Yeah. That was clearly from him. Yeah. And then oh oh oh. Horshack about everything. But, uh, what was uh, Barbarino's thing? Oh, it was Ames Cater. He was always saying up your nose with the rubber hose and he oh, would dance yeah. around. It's awesome. He, he would just be John Travolta. John Travolta? Yeah. He was just Travolta. Do you think Travolta's like uh, one of these like secret closet? Yeah. Weird, like. No. No. What is he? A fucking. He wants to be a woman or something? No, no, no. no. Like I think gay? he just likes dudes. You, so he's gay, secretly. Probably. I and, mean, and his marriage to Kelly Preston was just because it's Hollywood and politics. He still likes Vag, too. I mean, you got to think, this dude was Saturday Night Fever when Studio 51, or isn't that what it's called? 54. 54, when that place was banging and the cocaine was falling and it was just cool just to touch somebody next to yeah. you because you were just feeling great all the time. <laughs> right. So, you know, a lot of them Studio 54 people are probably closet bisexuals. What's it say? John loves the cock. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> uh, I do. I always wondered, like, if that shit was true or not. Because you started hearing rumors about it. Like, back in the day, you never heard anything. And it was just maybe, like, what, five years ago? Yeah. They started coming out, like... That he has sex in his airplane. He's still... on autopilot and bang somebody. <laughs> I would do that, too. That's the I... way to do it. Nobody's going to catch you. Yeah. You're up in the fucking air. Yeah. You can... That's the best way to, like have conversations you don't want other people to hear either oh of course fucking airplane you know definitely there's so many gay orgies up in an airplane <laughs> just dudes all oiled up and wrestling oh, around it's gross he had the seats removed so it's just a big open you know cylinder yeah uh, it's a big, big shaft where gay <laughs> dudes wrestle around big open phallus that flies to the air that's funny penetrating uh, clouds and things Good times. <laughs> <laughs> he has them, doesn't he? Um, whatever happened to the rest of the cast of Welcome um, Back, Connor? Horshack went out of that celebrity boxing, got his ass beat yeah. by Dustin Diamond. Yeah. Who's back in Showing jail. Showing his beating skills. Yeah. Uh, Boom Boom Washington. Actually, he's been in a few movies you've probably seen, because I just did an IMDb. Really? Yeah, dude. And then Epstein, he was gay, and he's dead now. And Connor's oh. like a famous he poker player. He was gay, huh? I didn't know that. Yeah. Cotter, Gabe, what's his name? Gabe, uh... Kaplan. Kaplan. He's still alive? Yeah, dude, he's banging in the poker scene like crazy. Is he really? Oh, balling in oh, the man. poker scene. He's known for his poker. Oh, look, another, another viewer. Say something, other viewer. Yeah. Say hi. No, I ain't gonna say shit. They're probably like, oh, this is weak, I'm out of here. Oh, wow. Yeah. He looks different. He looks the same, but different. Like the hair's gone. The fucking yeah. curly... The Jew Yeah. That's cool. I know he's still alive. He's 71. He's a big poker player, huh? Yeah. Poker commentator. Oh, no, he plays. And professional oh, yeah. poker yeah, players. Okay. He pulled in some serious money over the years. Wow. 
Boom Boom Washington. Yeah, he's I forget, but yeah, he's like in um, what the fuck was that movie? I don't know. I think he does like TV spots, like you know, little Gabe cameos. Does? No, 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 no. Freddie Boom oh. Boom Washington, the black guy. I forget his real name. Why, when you Google his name, does it say Pow? I don't know. Must be something to that. Look, see, there's a picture of them all old. Lawrence Hilton Jacobs. Yeah. Huh. He's not gay and dead like the other guy. Like Epstein? Yeah. He still hangs out. Juan Epstein. That's too bad. Did he die from AIDS? Probably. Do we know? AIDS complications? I don't know. Hmm. All I know is he's dead. And I know I was upset when I heard he was gay because he was one of my favorite ones. I was like, damn it, I liked the gay guy. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, Horshack. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, I was always a fan of Horshack. So, speaking of uh, gay dead people, gay dead people, uh, you have any jokes about gay dead people? <laughs> no, not You're really. a comedian. How's this going? I know we talked about it briefly, but let's review it for the listeners. Um, I've been. Hitting open mics, lots as of as any beginning comedian since Easter. Would. Yeah, at least once a week. And so, what's your biggest thing? Why you don't tell people <laughs> where you go and when you go? What like, is it? Is you're trying to get an act together before you have like friends, or do you you don't want them to? You don't want to like. What's, a, what's the thing? I was trying to build up a good five minutes of right. something to talk about where I knew they were good jokes or at least decent jokes right. before. Like, I didn't want to tell you, hey, I'm doing this open mic, come check it out. And then you hear a couple of my jokes, and then the next week I'm like, oh, I'm doing it again, come check it out. And you still hear some of those jokes, right. but maybe a little repolished. And then by the third or fourth time, you're like, dude, he keeps saying this. I don't. That's, well, that's the, I got yelled at for that. Though, you know no, I mean? no, no, no. I got yelled at for that by, well, not yelled at, but given criticism for it. Because for the first five, six weeks, I never told the same fucking joke. I was just trying to grind out five minutes every week, and it is fucking tough to grind yeah, out five minutes. That's a long minutes. five minutes, huh? Yeah, it is a long fucking five minutes. You get it to, like, rough. like, a minute and a half, you're like, uh, that's my time. Yeah. No, you still got four and a half minutes. For real. Or whatever, and you're like, oh, fuck. So, eventually, it's just he, uh, the guy in charge, this guy, Marcos, told me, he's like, today, do your, your best stuff. I'm like, I don't know what my best stuff is. I always write new shit. And he's like, well, the ones you know work. I was like, I don't know what works anymore. You know, I just say shit, and I that's it it's in the wind you know right. I write them all down but so eventually I had to you know combine some jokes and to make my own little set if you will to actually have a show to put right. on for people and that is what I would invite you to right is a tight five minutes that I have doing it somewhere else besides my open mic which I call the workout room right well that's kind of what it is you're working your material out yeah like my mom yells at me why didn't you tell me you were going? I'm like, because you don't need to know. Yeah. Because do you want you don't want her to go because you think she'll laugh at everything anyways, and you no, I've let, I've let her go to one. I've let my mom come to one open mic, and I think it was like my third one, and it was just kind of nervous because I knew she was there. Does but she laugh at everything? I don't remember. I zone out. Oh, when I'm up there, really? it's tunnel vision, kind of. You don't you don't do some crowd work. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. Usually, I I'll tell a joke. You know, if I get laughs. How do you start? Like, obviously you don't walk up there and tell you. you how's everybody? Give yourself a round of applause tonight or anything like that. Um, <laughs> that's, your, that's your, like, open line when you first walk up there. 
it depends. I say every, it's always a little different. Like your host, give it up, everybody. He should, you know. But <laughs> I don't know. Um, nothing really. Just depends on the mood I'm in at the moment. Yeah. When I mean, you got the one person. Yeah. As you walk up there, you're like, uh, that guy gave himself a round of applause. I don't the rest of you. No, I didn't. I did a really good set two weeks ago. It was when I. Like, the week before that, it was when he was getting on me to build yourself a set. You know, you need to go around the jokes at work and build yourself a set. And then the week after, I took all week. I wrote them down. I cut the fat, so to say. I got rid of words that made jokes a little too right. long. And then it just felt great because I, I did fucking amazing that night. Yeah. It was, I mean, it wasn't a huge crowd. I mean, they're only open mics. The best crowd will probably be 15 to 20 people. It's still pretty it's good. An audience. For, yeah. It's an audience. I'll do it. I'm comfortable now just to do it in front of three people because now I don't give a shit. It's right. three people as an audience to me. But it just felt great a couple weeks ago because my jokes were good timed. I had good laughs. I got to wait. You know, like I had to wait for people to stop laughing to go to my next joke and it felt great. Right. So I have, I have a decent five minutes now. A so nice little what's set. What's your longest, like, laugh like what do you think obviously you probably don't have it timed but you know like and they laugh for like 10 seconds no there was one last week where i said you know joke joke punchline and then this dude just lost it to where i just had to (laughs) kind of stand back for about five seconds and then it was it was nice (laughs) do you ever have somebody that has one of those real like noticeable laughs like everybody just laughs and there's that one guy that's got the fucking weird laugh that you can hear off to the side that's like yes did you have to make a comment to that guy like oh we got hipster laugh over here or whatever you know um the guy who puts on the shows has a pretty outrageous (laughs) laugh that's it's pretty loud and noticeable so when you hear that laugh you know you're doing all right because you can definitely weed him out from the other laughs right do you do impressions no no impressions of myself or my kids maybe yeah. But I don't go up there. Sylvester Stallone or anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't do none of that. Now I'm going to do my impression of... Yeah. Yeah. This is a dog waiting for his master. <laughs> you know, none of that dumb shit. Yeah. That's funny, though. I, I mean, I'm very curious to hear your tight five. <laughs> I know. That's why you can come to my show yeah. in a month. Yeah. You're, you're totally. about. But, yeah. When this airs, it'll probably already be over with. Probably. Because we're recording pretty far out in advance. So if you're watching now on Periscope... All one of get, you. Getting a freebie. Um, well, these are free. <laughs> but yeah, you're getting it way before everybody else. Um, it's interesting. Has it been everything you expected and more? Or has it been way like different than what you were thinking it was going to be? At first, I was very nervous just because I knew... You know, once I found out where the little comedy scene was in Rockford and who was all involved in it, and then it's like, now I'm the new guy just jumping in. I was nervous just because, you know, I'm an asshole, so I know there's other people like me out there. Right. But it's been pretty pretty good so far. A lot of positiveness between everybody. Not as, as Everybody's as, pretty supportive. Basically, Is it, yeah. And it's not like cutthroat, like... No. Uh, no, everybody's there for each other. I get criticism, you know, comments on, hey, you should say this when you do this or put this in a different way. You know, it's everybody tries to help each other and it just, it's cool. Yeah. I felt weird because everybody seems like they went to college. Like there's a lot of people really? that are, there's a lot of people that are funny that seem a little more educated. Mm-hmm. They just talk different than I do. Right. But they're all cool. It's good. And you're all kind of like a clique. It's like this, you see the same people pretty much at all the open mics, or is it 
There's territories. Like really? all the wrestling, there's territories. Like, so if you cross over into someone else's territory, it's like, who the fuck is this? Well, it's there's it's you gotta cut a promo on each other, get the steel chair, and yeah, it's like <laughs> the guy I work for does a lot of stuff like out around Belvedere, and then every now and then you know he gets a couple shows out this way, like at Town Hall and like the little what is it, Jack's Hookah Bar? They do shows there oh, and shit. Yeah. On uh, 173. Yeah, yeah, but um. Like, that dude runs his little open mic out of Belvedere, but then there's this other group of people who run the open mic out of Kryptonite. But that's going to... But they both, you know, intertwine for shows and stuff like that. But it's not, like, fighting or anything. No, 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 no. It's not like, fuck them people in Belvedere. I mean, everybody's... You work for that asshole, you can't work over here. Yeah, exactly. That's stupid if it was like that. But it's not. Not out loud. Ah, so it is. It's, there was a comment made because now the open mics switch dates, and so like one at this place falls into the same night as the one I usually go to, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna be here next week. I'm gonna go over there." Oh, you're heading over there, huh? Too good for us. It's like, no, no, I'm just spreading the wings a little bit, <laughs> trying to get as much mic time as I can. Basically. There's no way you could do both. They like they're literally clash. The exact same eight o'clock Thursday, eight o'clock Thursday, and they're forty minutes away from each other. So maybe you could go so to the if, closest one. If you one. started at one, you might headline at the other, or not headline, but you know what I mean. Get get like the feature. The end of the, yeah, the feature. <laughs> I featured it at an open mic. <laughs> You've never headlined your own tight five, no. And not, yet. Night. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Not never closed that joint. No, but it doesn't make me feel good. You know, like when I first started, it's like Jamie, you're up first, okay. You know, Jamie, you're up first, okay, and it's like Jamie. You can go on third tonight. All right, cool. Jamie, I'm going to have you right before Robert, and Robert's closing the show. It's like, oh, nice. Oh, so you're, you're working your way up. So, like, yeah, so so obviously that the more experienced you are and the better your your type five gets, we'll keep calling it that, the higher in the, uh, or later in the show you would go. Yeah. Is that, like, I'm trying to figure out what I was trying to ask. It's It's, like, is it is that like a confidence builder because you, you feel like you're getting better or is it yeah. like uh or would you rather go on at a certain like would you rather start every show or would you rather like i hate doing cold openings that's what we call them oh <laughs> you don't so you wouldn't want to go on first that's uh, never like the spot you want i would dude one time i ate so much dog shit so much dog shit i had to <laughs> go in front of this one after this lady oh god and she fucking, killed it killed it dude she fucking killed it and then you had to go on and, and dude this was probably like fuck week five six for me you know just starting to Actually, okay you're kind of starting to do like oh i'm doing good i'm doing good oh totally shut guys. me down totally shut me the fuck down all right but yeah, it was like, okay, Jamie, who's doing open mics tonight? I was like, yeah, I'm here. And they write my name down. And they're like, okay, well, so-and-so's here from out of Chicago. We're going to let them go second. And then you two with the open mics to follow up after that. And then so on. I was like, all right. And this lady fucking killed it. Fucking killed it. I swear, she probably put on a good solid 10. Really? Dude. And they're like, oh, yeah, we'll give you 10, you know, because she's from the suburbs. And, you know, she's pretty well known around the comic area out there. But... She fucking killed it. And they were like, all right, next, you know, open my comedian, Jamie Martin. I'm like, <laughs> Jamie <man>. Sloppy Five. <laughs> Dude, I even, I owned it. As soon as I got up there, I was like, yeah, anybody need a cigarette break right now or need to get a refill? Go do it now. I got nothing special for you. It was rough to follow that lady. Is it, is that, uh, in, is that kind of one of them things that it works when you say something like that? Or, because then you kind of get them on your side, like, hey, 
Or depends on the crowd. Like, so the crowds can all be different. So like your tight five could work with one crowd, but then bomb with another, or oh yeah, or, or not your tight five. Your your working shit out could be good with one and shitty with another, just based on there's the been, crowd. I there's mean. yeah, there's been nights I've told a joke and it got okay laughter, and then like other nights where it was just one guy laughing, and then other nights where everybody laughed about it. It's just you get you know yeah. if you go to a bar and you're in a bad mood and somebody's like oh they're doing open mic comedy over there you're not gonna give a shit right. but if you go into a place it's your birthday you're having a good fucking time oh that guy told a joke it was yeah. funny yeah you know it's more or less you know the mood I'm in the mood they're in coin flips both ways right either way yeah you just gotta go up and do it whether you get the fucking laughs you want or not oh I'm pretty well in doubt of not getting my laughs now it doesn't bother me at all I just kind of go fuck. And then I just make a check mark next to that one or put a plus and you do something different. But see, with if this you one. get like, if you did that joke eight of the last ten times and, and you got last eight of those ten times, I'd still think that's a joke that works. Yeah. Considering I would put it to the crowd that didn't laugh. You know what I mean? The two crowds that were just maybe shitty. Yeah. Because there could be shitty crowds. And honestly, I think a lot of crowd is what's the atmosphere in the place you're in? Are they paying attention to who's on stage or are they in their own thing? Well, I'm here for my birthday. Right. And my group is paying attention to me because it's my birthday, yet we've got a comedian on stage. You know what I mean? They're ignoring you, basically. Oh, oh I seen this one comedian, this girl Susie, shut these bitches down one night when she was up on stage doing her <laughs> shit. She just walked straight over to them because they're right in front of the stage. Oh, she's got the. the oh, mic. she's up there trying to do her set and these bitches are texting and shit. And Susie just walks right over. Hey, fuck you guys doing? Oh, yeah, shut the fuck up. I'm doing my set, okay? And I was like, oh, nice. It was nice. Was it like comedically or was she being like, like bitchy? Little, little both. Little, little both. Somebody. It was bitchy towards them, but funny for everybody else. Yeah. Everybody else laughed. You can piss off two people. And then they shame that fucking. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like when they. We need more shaming, I think. Yeah. I like that. Um, Susie, you say. Yeah. That's nice. I know you guys are in a. First name basis. I don't know how to pronounce your last name. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Otherwise, it would have been uh, whatever her last name is. Um, okay, so you're gonna you got like uh, so you're just doing open mics. You're not uh, like because at one point you're supposed to do something, some benefit for your mom or something. That's like actually that. she asked me again if I wanted to do okay. that. That's what happened the last Friday? Time? There was you know it's a bunch of. Uh, recovering alcoholics trying to plan shit and shit gets you know oh. people and she's and just, you were yeah. just new getting into it at that point oh yeah that's how I know it was over a year ago since you've been on here yeah you're kind of just talking about that upcoming thing that you were going to do so it was before that last yeah. time you were here that was it's the same time yeah. every year so yeah See? that was probably about the same time wow yeah. so it's been like a year <laughs> yeah over a year crazy it is crazy um well it's going good huh. It's going right. better than it was when I wasn't yeah. doing. You're it. more confident now. I'm getting there, and you're you're not slowing down. See the the real the real uh, thing that's going to help me out is actually going to comedy clubs to do open mics because that's where you get right. people who are going for comedy. Like on Thursday of, nights when like comedy clubs have it, yeah. you come out, do your tight five, and then they like you. Then they're saying, "All right, come back. You're going to open for." Why is the only name that popped in my head at this moment is John Ritter? <laughs> I don't know why he's been dead forever. But, like, you know, like, you're going to open for some guy that's, you know, he's probably C-level, but he's, right. you know, whatever. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's what my Thursday, my July 20th event will be. Yeah. 
it's a guy who's you know not all over TV, but he gets radio spots and TV. You know, just up and coming comedians right. that are well known. You know, in certain comedy They're clubs. Kind of doing a little tour type of deal. Yeah. Just think, Bob and Tom will be calling you soon. And you can, I would not do that. You wouldn't come on if they if they asked you to, and they could all just continually laugh at the <laughs> at the joke that you told. <laughs> I can't do that. You can make fun of them on their own show. I guess, though. dude. What By the time the listeners now is it three or two or that's a one. That's still a one. Man, maybe I, I we should that. change the title. What's the title? I just wrote live D two R podcast. Oh, put it to uh, two guys one cup. There we go. <laughs> Just see, yeah, yeah. just see. Stop broadcasting this one, and we'll switch it. Two guys, one cup. We'll do it every ten minutes. Two guys, one microphone. Yeah, two guys, Origin. one. Two, two guys, one mic. Two guys, one mic. Even though we got two mics, we'll see what happens. I'll do two guys, two mics. Just put two guys podcasting. Two guys podcast. For listeners, listeners at home, we have Periscope that we're streaming live. That uh, Jamie is trying to set up and uh, it's live now. Two guys. Oh, wait. Oh. Flip my camera. <laughs> Enjoy the fucking wall. There we go. There's a hand. Boom. No listeners at the moment. We'll keep an eye. They'll be they'll be back soon. Yeah. Now, can you just find you on Periscope and follow whatever you're doing? Or yeah. is it just... You can look up all the old shit. Because the one dude that was listening was like, uh, what did we get? Getting some shit there. Somebody joined. Okay. Noah T. Music. Hi, Noah. How um, you doing? <laughs> watch he'll leave. That's what they do. They pop up one, and then he'll disappear. Don't be a statistic, Noah. <laughs> yeah, stay and <laughs> watch a while. Hey, what's going on? What's up? See, he says, hey, yo. you got to tip us if you want to see our tits. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. All right. Um, what were we talking about? <laughs> open <laughs> mics. Are, are, oh, yeah, open mics. Um, yeah, so you're, you're going to continue doing that. Uh, what else is new? Nothing. What, what What's going on with your job? Oh, yeah, I just lost my job. <laughs> Did you, like, laid off, fired, quit, didn't pass the drug test? Laid off. Oh, okay. <laughs> laid off. So, slow, or? No, it's basically the shit company I work for is based out of Michigan, and I we were doing work in Chicago, and they said, hey, you know, even though we've been here 15 years, we lost money last year, so we're just going to pull out. We're out of here. Thanks. Yeah, they're like, you can keep working if you want to go to Michigan, or else you can just take Uh, unemployment. And I was like, I'm not going to fucking Michigan. Yeah, that sucks. So, now the hunt is on, or now the... I've got a few irons in the fire, as they say. You're not like, you're not like, alright, full-blown comedian, now I'm going to fucking just hit them all. I'm going to try and hit it a little harder, now that I have Because you get unemployment, right? Yeah. So, you got some time. Yeah, I got that. but yeah, you're gonna need money. Too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you you don't get paid for the open mics, right? No, not yet. You haven't made a dime doing comedy yet. Nope. Okay, not a dollar. I mean, eventually, that's the goal. Hopefully. Yeah. What's the goal? You you want to be like where you're doing like Dane Cook Stadium or arena, or are you trying to just do like improv or little comedy clubs? What, I just want people to know I'm funny. That's it. <laughs> that's it. I think people already know that though. Not a lot. All your friends and shit know you're a funny guy. Yeah. They try. (laughs) They don't... No, it's a true thing. Or you wouldn't have gotten the... I don't think you would have had the confidence of even getting up in the first place if you didn't think you were funny and knew that other people thought you were funny. Right. So you know that already. I just want... What's the goal? Come on. 
We're, we're going to heal back the fucking onion today, and you're going to tell us. I don't expect to be a Dane Cook huge or a Louis C.K. huge. That's not the goal. It would be nice, but that's very... That's that's a far okay, reach. Okay, but you have to have something that you're going for. I just so want baby steps. I w- yeah, I wouldn't mind just being a decent comedian who gets picked up by other decent comedians. It's like, hey, you want to you want to do this a, tour with me? A feature, a headliner, and oh, like, okay, let's say we're we're talking circuit of like the improvs and uh, the laugh factories and what's the one? I wouldn't mind being one of them guys, just like a middle guy, just travels around. You know, I can't I can't use the word Ari because Ari's famous now. Ari Schaefer? Yeah. Shafir? Yeah, he's pretty big since I've started listening to him. But I just wouldn't mind being that guy who, like, hey, this club wants you to come out, you know, in the middle, not in the middle of town, but not necessarily the hugest city in the right. fucking state. But, you know, hey, can you come do three nights here? That right. I wouldn't, that'd be all right. You're going to be the opener for... Uh, the headliner is why the fuck does John Ritter keep popping in my head? Who's fucking like not huge, but like I need a good fucking example. All right, let's go with who I just saw, Burt Kreischer. You know who that yeah. is? All right, Burt Kreischer's fucking headlining four nights yeah. here at the Improv in Schaumburg because that's topical close just happened. Right. We got a middle guy. We need an opener. Can you come out and do this? And it's. 25 bucks or whatever the fuck they pay 50 bucks for these four nights each night you get that yeah uh you got to do it you got to do a tight 15 and uh you'd be comfortable with that if that's as far as you ever made it no i'd want to be so you want to go further than that i won't i don't want to be the opener i'd like to at least make it to the feature so you want to be the middle guy because when it's it's usually three don't get me wrong i would love to wake up in 15 years and be a headliner that would be great right but it would just be nice would to you know I made it as far as okay. feature, if that's as far but as you're not going to like fucking commit suicide if you don't get to that no. point. But you're also not like your goal isn't to literally just do open mics the rest of your life. You want yeah. to get paid to do this. I don't want to have everybody know my name, but it would be nice to have somewhat of a following. <laughs> cheers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you don't you don't want to be cheers. No, I don't want to. But it's, I don't know. It would just be nice to you don't have want to be a household somewhat name? of a fan. I think you do want to be a household name. It would be I, nice. I, I, I don't think I am a household name, though. Not yet. No. Not, no, not yet, To, to your friends, yes. <laughs> to uh, some people, you may be. I mean, be, beyond your friends that you consider your circle of friends. Right. I think there's people outside your circle that would, you know, oh, yeah, you know, maybe not necessarily in the comedy game, but just knowing you. I think once you start telling people that you know to come out and they start to follow you, that's where your kind of following might start a little bit. But maybe not. I don't know. When you start reaching further than Rockford, too, you yeah. Madison, Chicago's, or suburbs. I mean, yeah. not necessarily Chicago. You don't want to go. No, they do. When you got a tight 15, make, though, that's when trips. I think you start going and hitting bigger cities. Yeah. Because 15, I think, is where you need to be to get noticed to like open to then eventually middle right. to do a tight 2025 for the headliner who's going to do an hour hour and a half right yeah i mean honestly when uh paulie shore harlan williams and all that came through paulie shore was the worst fucking one and he did a it's sloppy it's because paulie shore's got the name but he was terrible. I and know that's the he thing. was. I, I bet I could go to your show and laugh harder. Not just because I know you, but because I, well, I don't know what your shit is, but I would assume 
it would be funnier than that because it was dog shit. Now Harlan Williams was fucking Harlan's funny, solid. Yeah, and Tom Green was. I wouldn't say solid, but Tom it was Green. weird. Yeah, I, I was hoping for some, uh, like rub his ass on something. <laughs> something here, you know. <laughs> what, what was this song? My bum or my something? Song, the bum bum song? Yeah. <laughs> my bum is on your... My bum... It was something... Yeah. My, but yeah. Anyways. Or like play with some like cow udders or something, you know? Right. Um, I don't know. I mean, you gotta, you gotta start around from where you're at. I can't just... It's not like I'm gonna pick up now and just say, oh... I opened up for, you know, somebody right. at a bar. I'm moving to New York now. This is how it's gonna happen. Right. You know, you gotta at least... Get somewhat of a you know local following and some at least some people in your area knowing who you are, right? Before you can just fucking start jumping through all types of fucking. It's hurdles. not scary for you what? going up there. Not as much anymore. At first, it was pretty nerve wracking. Even if it doesn't like, it sucks telling new jokes because you don't know if they're gonna hit or not. Well, my house is full of criticism. Your house? Yeah. Oh, I have two children <laughs> in a on and off relationship and half of it I get told is funny one of my good best jokes my son hates because it's about him oh, well he's going to hate that yeah he hates it uh, well, see like but that's, I was going to say tell it but that's the best thing I can do as far as my comedy is just talk about shit that's real and relatable rather than be the guy well, who goes up there be. throwing one liners I can't do one liners right. I mean there's comics around here that do it they it, do it good but yeah. that's I can't do that the only thing I would say and it's right, right along with what you're saying is even if you have a joke that doesn't pertain to your life you need to make it part of your life in that you tell it like it's something that happened to you or your right. kid or you know you could hear you could watch or hear somebody else see something get the idea just in whatever and somehow the way you present it on stage would be yeah the other day and you make it you right you know what i mean personalize it and it, that is, whether it's true or not, that's where it is. I mean, they, they want to know about you. They don't, or you got to do like impressions or bring your fucking puppet on stage or something <laughs> like that. You know, like, yeah, either that or you got to have a gimmick. Yeah, I don't have a puppet act at the moment. Yeah. I mean, that's really what it is. You have to have a gimmick if you don't want to talk about you. Basically. Yeah. And I don't, I like, don't I highly doubt half the shit Larry the Cable Guy talks about is true. No. I'm sure they're just a bunch of made-up shit because yeah, it's and not he makes it a, him. about him, but he's also got a gimmick. Yeah. You know, because, uh, yeah, it's it's weird because I thought how he talks is how he talks. No. He talks completely normal. Yeah. He's a normal guy. The uh, get her done is a fucking voice that he does. Yeah. It's not even his voice. It's so crazy. It's weird. I couldn't be a comic like that. I'd rather just be me and hope it's funny enough for people to accept right. it rather than saying, oh, hold on, let me put my mask on yeah. and be funny guy now. Yeah. I would think that would make radio show interviews and shit like that way harder. Oh. Because totally. nobody wants to hear Larry the Cable, Larry, whatever the fuck his real name is. It's like Dwayne something. Yeah, like everybody that. wants to hear Larry the Cable. It's now you're yeah. always on. And you yeah. always, you have to, it's like being a pro wrestler. You're always having to oh, be K-Fay, fucking baby. Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Even if you did just eat like a pig five minutes ago, <laughs> yeah. you still have to be Hogan, brother. Exactly. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> terrible. What do we got? We got a couple, right? No. We had one and we lost them. Does it say uh, zero now? Yeah. Oh, it looks like eight. <laughs> we'll say it's eight. <laughs> well, we already peeled back the onion for everybody. <laughs> um, it's okay. Whatever. We'll change it again in ten minutes. 
Thanks get anyway. somebody else to jump in. Well, maybe put like two chicks fucking or something like that. Will show tits. Something. Live, one left titty. Yeah. Oh, and then we'll put this in the, the <laughs> shot. <laughs> we will. We can we'll just fucking set it up here or something. That's funny. Um, oh, what else about the uh, comedy scene? So, yeah, we have an idea where you're headed. You don't expect to get to arena level, but you'd be okay with it. Oh, I wouldn't turn it down. I mean, nobody would really fucking turn it no. down. What's your biggest crowd so far? I don't know, probably like the second open mic I did at Kryptonite. How long ago was this? How far were you in March. at that point? That was my first week of doing it. I hit three open mics in a week. Wow. Yeah. I went in guns a-blazing. And then I was like, whoa. You had a big crowd. You don't know how many people, though? I would, honestly, let's see, two, four, six, uh, at least tw- mid-twenties. I don't know who was upstairs or not. Right. But Nice. The floor was full. So a decent, decent, it was nice. Yeah, decent laughs and that was a rough one because I didn't go in there doing a. I told a story. I went in there in the zone of storytelling mode. I watched a lot of this is not happening Ari Shafir show, and I was just in right. the zone of this is what you're doing. You're going in there. You got this fucking story. That's what you're doing because to me telling the story that was pretty embarrassing and funny at the same time was the best thing I could do. My two weeks into it. Because it was something I knew. I'm not right. gonna fumble it. I know what the fuck I'm talking about. This is how I'm gonna do it. Because it was a hundred dollar prize to the winner, nice. which I did not even place. <laughs> I think it was rigged, but it's cool. Yeah. I, you know, I wonder at certain that like this little or smaller town level. I think some of that. Well, be. everybody looks out for everybody. Like I said, there was there's the tight nip of comedians in this you know area, and it's like. One of them was doing the judging with two other people, and it's like, you know, oh, that's yeah. my buddy going up there, so we'll give him a good mark. Right. You know, Whether he shits on it or not. It is what it is, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the, the more you're in it, the more you recognize, oh, yeah, this guy was, he did, you know, fucking, he's yeah. been here for the last, he's dedicated. They don't want some guy that just walks in one time. He kills it. Unless he's, it's like fucking Chris Rock into size or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which isn't likely. Would you do that if you if you hit it big enough where you were kind of known but not nationally known? Like you didn't get your sitcom yet, but you were you were kind of known on the underground or whatever. Would you right. show up to like random open mics just to fucking like like how if you go to what's the one in in L.A. that's fucking famous? The uh, comedy store. The comedy store. You know how like you you could just go in there one night and they've got the the twenty semi-decent comedians listed there and then uh, all of a sudden Joe Rogan shows up out yeah. of the blue and they put him on right in the middle he wants to work out some shit and he gets an hour yeah well you as a person going there watching just got lucky with Joe Rogan right you know would you just pop in and be like oh by the way I'm gonna fucking you know I like I say now I wouldn't do it cause it's a dick move just to be like hey I'm more famous than these p- fuckers put me I'm on stage right now out. yeah that's kind of a dick move I say that now but if I was famous <laughs> I don't know. I'd probably do it at the end of the night. I say that now, but I I don't know. I know how it is to be an open mic comedian now. Yeah. Not, you know, 100% hardcore. But would you hardcore, consider that, well, you know, right now you're paying your dues. They'll eventually pay their dues. Because right now, you could probably still be at the level where if you're you're going to the, your bowling alley or whatever, you're going to do your, your fucking, you want to be feature, you're going to be right. feature, and then all of a sudden... Uh, 
John Ritter shows up, yeah. uh, and they're like, "Oh, sorry, Jamie, got John Ritter on." What he was great. He wants to comedy. do a, He wants to do a, a, a tight thirty-eight. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, we're gonna have to bump you. Come back next week. You'd be like, "Fucking John Ritter," you know what I mean? Fuck or would you be like, "Yeah, dude, whatever," you know? You'd be like, "I'm paying my dues." In a way, I would probably accept it more because. I wouldn't be mad at a comedian. For, I mean, I you know, you got to have a little resentment, but I've paid dues and, like, work. I've started at the bottom and been called a piece of shit daily multiple times to now where I can call somebody a piece of shit because I know what I'm doing. If they're newer than you? Yeah. So I I get it, though. I get where you have to start from shit to make your way up to right. Shinola. Right. You know? Right. But I don't yeah. know. It's fun. It's interesting watching the process. Yeah. Hope you make your pick. Are you gonna remember your friends and family, or are you? Uh, oh, once course. you hit stardom, you're like, fuck off, all of you. If I get if I get money for being a com- comedian, I'm gonna try to take some people with me. People yeah. I know, I like to have fun around and have good times with. Yeah. So I'll still be here. <laughs> no, you'd definitely go with me. If yeah. I ever I'm made it, roadie. <laughs> if I ever made it somewhat, you know, semi-famous, I'd definitely have you on my side. Yeah. It wouldn't be the same. I'll go hang out in green rooms with you. Yeah. Be your hype guy. It'd be good. I'll be like, this is my this is my manager Ryan. Talk like to him. It's my other manager, spectacular Joey. Yeah, spectacular. <laughs> That's, That's just funny. Boner over there. Yeah. <laughs> and his wife. Yeah. Got his wife with him. <laughs> she wouldn't let him get out of the car. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. Oh, excuse me. But um, I don't know. I guess I could tell you a couple of things if you want to hear them. Yeah, let's do it. Whatever you got. It's a small crowd, but... Um, <laughs> I'm guaranteed to laugh. Try to think here. When I can land on you. This uh, ball part of your act, right? So this yeah. is... Yeah. Well, is this part of your tight five, or is this uh, yeah. shit you're working out? Oh, no, I got shit I'm working out, like... Um, I don't even want to talk about that, because right, I'm no. still working it out. Yeah, just, <laughs> just do something that's not... I've got, like... Uh, be your closer. I've got a 13-year-old son... And I caught him masturbating the other day, and there was two things about it that really, you know, worried me. One, he was doing it left-handed, and two, his rhythm was off. So, but then I got the other one. Is that uh, the one he hates? Yeah, he hates Because you one. actually caught him? No, oh, I, haven't, okay. I haven't caught him yet. He's good. But you know he's doing it. Right. Oh, oh he's got to be. Why he, not? He hasn't admitted it? You've asked him or no? He jokes with me about it. Like, I'll be like, what are you doing in there? Playing with your dick? And he'll be like, So? You know, he he owns it sometimes. He's older now. Yeah. Like, I told him, I said, you know, when I first became a man, he's like, when? I was like, when I was in my room, jerking off one day, and my brother comes banging on the door and says, what are you doing in there, jerking off? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, I am, so get the fuck away from my door. <laughs> Don't open it. So now he's owning it, too. Yeah, he he finds the comedy in Because that's the age, I was 12, about that. Now. Right. No, he's 13. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's probably been doing it for a year. Oh, I would hope so. Yeah. If he's my kid, yeah. Does he take long showers? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah it's I tell him, I say, if you're going to jerk off and go downstairs, don't be fucking busting loads in my shower. Yeah. What are you talking about? I'm not stupid. I'm not paying the water bills so you can get up. Dude, I'm saying. <laughs> but then I got, uh, the one I got a, the longest laugh out of, oh, no way, there's a different one. But um, I said my kid's upset because his cat died this week. I said I'm a little more upset about it than him because I had to power wash it off my wheels in <laughs> oh, my car in the driveway. No. That That's one, not a true story, is it? No. Okay. That one gets mixed reactions. I get a lot of oh's and a lot of laughs. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like that. And then there's the uh, 
All right, this is. A, oh, I'll, I'll give you this one. All right. Um, lost my job, so I've been getting a lot of sympathy sex from the girlfriend. Yeah. Which is pretty cool, except um, we got in an argument the other day because I turned down a hand job, and I told her I said, "Don't get me wrong, you know, but it's like you tie in my shoe. It's like, yeah, you'd be good at doing it, but I know if I did it, it would just feel way better, <laughs> you know." <laughs> right. And then the uh, and I said I she has sex with me just because I'm moping around the house and I know she's not into it. I knew she wasn't into it the other day because her vagina yawned at me. <laughs> oh, that's funny. It, you should, <laughs> where'd you come up with that one? I don't know. It's it just uh, it just popped in my head. Oh, because I was talking about morning sex one day and I was like, don't come in here in the morning trying to wake me up. You know, have your vagina all yawning at me because you ain't even awake yet. <laughs> but that's how that one came about. Nice. So how big's your notebook then of jokes? I've got three notebooks. Full? No. Oh. I've got like one of them little notepads that's basically full because that's one I've been writing in for two years. Right. Not saying any of it. And then I got another one that I just write shit down on that I kept in my work truck. And then I got my performance one where I write shit nicely. Right. And so. take it with me. Panic do you, last You don't week. bring it up on stage or do you? you ever refer with my to new it? shit. When, like, I'm trying to work out something new, I'll write down, you know, just base shit to say in little off-fucking, you know, toppers if I get a laugh out of it. But, yeah, mostly in open mics, I'll bring my shit up there with me. I don't care. I'll bring notes. Yeah, I mean, it's... Fuck people if they have an issue with that. I mean, it is what it is. You're working on shit. Yeah. What's, uh... I know we're trying to, like, uh... Do all the solid jokes. Give me a joke that's bombed every time... I have a funny feeling I'm going to laugh at it. But I think a lot of shit's funny, though. Dude, I've said a lot of shit. Um, I want you to bring your, your notebook with everything that's crossed off that didn't work. And we'll I should think there's a notebook in my car. We'll go through them all. No, but... All right, come on. G- give me one that's like... That nobody like laughed at, and you tried it a couple times. Or do you even have one? Oh, I'm sure I do. I'm sure I do. You don't do. like to think... Well, you probably won't think about that, though, because that's not a focus. The focus on the fucking joke that didn't work. I'd have to look in my notebook, because the ones yeah. that don't work, I have, you know, plus next to them, or like a zero, because I do, right. like, I'll write my jokes, and I'll do like a one out of five, and then like, if I need to add something to it, I'll put a little plus next to it, if it's terrible, I'll just fucking put a dash next to it, and right. so there's a lot that have been put yeah. in the graveyard. At some point, I'd like to hear some of the, the stinkers, I'm just because I'm curious, I mean, I bet you I would laugh at a half of them at least. There's some shitty ones in there. Yeah, but I like stupid jokes. I like a lot of shit. And I laugh at a lot of shit. I currently became a member of the Mile High Club. Yeah. Not because I had sex on a plane, because I jerked off with my phone on airplane mode. (laughs) That's my closer. (laughs) See, I like that. Is that? (laughs) Yeah. That's what you use every time? Not every time. Uh, Last couple times I've been throwing it out there. And it gets big laughs? It gets me a laugh to walk off stage on. (laughs) Do you laugh at your own shit? Sometimes, like if you get somebody that really laughs hard, do you kind of like chuckle yourself? Like, kind of. I like comedians that can laugh at their own shit. I mean, I know it's some people think it's shitty, but like I like other guys that like as they're talking, they're about to tell that story or that joke, and then they kind of start to laugh. Too. Yeah. Uh, to me, that's fine. That's real. Whether it's part of the act or, or it's com- like p- fake or whatever, I like that because I've had that happen. It adds to something to it, you know. It's like a rough night. I'm not getting many laughs, and I'll just be flipping through the book, and I'll say, "All right, let's let's go with this one," and I'll like start saying half of it, and then just kind of shake my head and laugh it off. I can't believe I fucking wrote this, but let's keep reading it, and then it ends up being all right. 
I can't even think of one of the shittiest ones I've wrote, man. I know there's some terrible ones in there. Yeah, I shouldn't have put you on I should have told you to bring the book. Just and we're going to go through the shitty ones. And then you're be like, yeah, I'm not coming over. <laughs> well, if we do this again, we'll, I'll bring the notebook with. I'd be curious just to hear some of the ones that people will never get to hear. I know, there's terrible ones. There's ones I haven't even said really? into a microphone because I don't believe in them that much. Just There's some terrible ones. Because yeah. I'll just write shit. Oh, this seems funny. And then I'll look at it and like, what the fuck was I doing? What the fuck am I doing in there? Yeah. Like stupid Taco Bell jokes or something. Right. <laughs> when you're high and eating yeah, exactly. Taco Bell. Yeah. Um, writing when I'm high is terrible. I try to not be high. And I just yeah, I would say give that. myself some time. Yeah. Like a couple weeks ago, I found it very refreshing. I just sat out in the backyard at a picnic table and just sat there yeah. and thought. Rather than trying to say, oh, fuck, I got to open mic tomorrow. I got to cram out some jokes. Right. Because I caught myself doing that a few times. Like, fuck, man, I got a mic tonight. I got nothing. Right. And then you're just throwing dog shit at the wall. Yeah. Throwing, uh, throwing eggs, hoping <laughs> something sticks. Basically. Yeah. See, that's the part. And, like, I don't know. For me to be getting up in front of the people, I don't think... I don't, I don't think I'm funny, for one. I think I can say funny things, but I wouldn't consider myself a You've made me laugh before. Yeah, but, see, that's... To me, that's different. Like, I don't... Like, I can say funny shit, because I know what you'll laugh at at times. And there's certain things that, it's kind of knowing your audience. I couldn't walk in front of a, an open mic not knowing anybody there and think I could be funny at all. I just don't have that in me. Well, see, that's the, if you have a couple jokes in your arsenal. But I don't. Like, well, no, I'm saying, inside for I'm me. saying you could go in, the, in there and say something to the crowd to where, like, you can, you know, come out with, like, a, a dick joke. And you'll get them to laugh at that. So you say, okay, if they're comfortable with the dick joke, then I can tell these other two jokes, and they'll probably laugh. But, like, if you go up there and say, hey, rape's the new missionary, and, like, everybody <laughs> dies, you know, the rape jokes ain't going to pass. So right. you just kind of leave that one alone. Yeah, you don't do that one when there's a big uh, <laughs> bachelorette party. No. Hey, watch out for that guy. He looks a little rapey. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to do rape comedy. I would say you, you do rape comedy when you get a little bigger. Yeah. <laughs> when you're not you trying to get some comedy. You start off with the rape comedy? <laughs> Unless you're like, here's the thing. You can make it your gimmick if you looked rapey. <laughs> you know what I mean? Kind of, they're all rapey looking. Yeah. Trench coach. And, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> Going to the bathroom, honey? Yeah. Make it your... Just taking pictures of bitches. <laughs> from the, you never know. That might be oh. kind I mean... In theory, it sounds to you. Yeah, jerking off to you. Try that one, maybe. No way. I don't want to be the rapey guy. Then you got the rape character. No, Larry the cable raper. In (laughs) you can be Jamie the cable raper. Yeah. Uh, In theory, it sounds funny, maybe for a movie, but like in real life, no, it'd be kind of weird. You have to own it if you're going to do it, though. Like you know what I mean? If you decided I'm going to do this, you would have to own it. And but not like creepy own it but own it like this is my act no that's not what i really am when i go over to the bar yeah i'm not i'm not really trying to rape right yeah that'd be funny though like you just said in a movie i yeah. can tell see that in a movie like yeah. <laughs> like in an episode of louie he's like hey who we got tonight oh there's this new guy with this gig this bit it's, it's really <laughs> weird all right everybody next up ronnie the raper and everybody's like what and he's like hey and yeah. <laughs> just comes up super creepy <laughs> polaroid a <laughs> with a polaroid yeah, exactly <laughs> And and then he takes on, he does yeah, it. Lays him <laughs> off. Yeah. And then as he, he kind of sets him down, and then, you know, as he's, he kind of does a few rapey jokes, and he's like, over, he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? 
And then, and then like, even right before he, he has people have signed their picture or something, like, date it. That's funny. I don't know. There's something there. <laughs> and maybe you can say, you know, I was doing an open mic. Yeah, and there's open fucking, up for this guy named Ronnie the Raper. Yeah. <laughs> out, of, out of Manitowoc or something, you know, <laughs> pick a fucking a weird name, that's a, a weird point. city name. I don't know. Work on it. That's, see, that's, there's, there's that's a, there. yeah. I had to do a, I did a spot the other day. I had to go in front of this behind this guy who did nothing but rape jokes. <laughs> yeah, and and that's your setup. Now you need the punchline. And we were at a curves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. At the battered women's shelter. <laughs> this guy wants to come with the rape jokes. Okay, now here let's let's let's, let's keep working on this. Because <laughs> uh, curves, isn't it every thirty seconds or minute? Doesn't like the thing go off, like the, and then you gotta move to the next station. I don't know. I've never been in a curbs. It's for women. I, I think there's something to it. Well, I've, I know people that have gone. There's some, either a bell goes off or something. You kind of gotta figure that out, and then you can, you can fit that into the joke somehow. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't, you gotta know something more about curves. <laughs> gotta do some curves research, I, I guess. guess. Oh, I think I told the joke. I'm trying to think of bombs now. Bombs? All the times you've bombed? Yeah. So that one time I went in front of that lady, that was fucking terrible. After the lady? Yeah, after. That was yeah. terrible. That was a dick-eating moment. Mm-hmm. It was bad. I, got just, I just instantly got real nervous once she went up there and just started killing it. And I was like, motherfucker, I gotta go after this? Mm-hmm. And it was bad. My stomach goes, I think I got diarrhea. <laughs> Let somebody else go on. <laughs> oh... You just say, hey, how's everybody doing? And then everybody goes, woo! You say, all right, it's the biggest applause I'm getting all night. Thank you. And then you leave. <laughs> My buddy Robert's like, I did that once in Chicago. <laughs> I was like, what? He's like, yep. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. So, we talked about biggest crowd. Was it Kryptonite? Yeah. Smallest crowd? Six people. Six? Four, six. Wow. Me and the other comedians that are there. Wow. Now you can get them to laugh, or? Yeah. Because sometimes I wonder if comedians that are, like, like they're trying to do like, do they... I would assume comedians aren't sympathy laughing. They're If it's funny, they're laughing. Yeah. If it's not funny, they're not laughing, because I would say they'd be almost more critical. Oh, definitely. You know? Now, if you can get the other comedians there laughing... Now, is it weird, though, because if the only other people there are the other comedians, or you're like, oh, this is fucking... No, because like you said, then it makes you feel better if, if you can laugh. make a comedian or, right. you know, somebody trying to... Right. Give you, if you can make them laugh, it's better than the average person. Yeah. But then you get them one people, like my girlfriend, who just, nothing's funny. You know, she hates comedy, nothing's funny. Why it's, is that? Is this just her personality, or? She laughs at certain shit, certain shit's funny, it's just more than half of the things I think are funny, no interest. Yeah. That's hard to, that's hard to, and like, telling jokes at your house, when they're, about the people at your house is never going to be funny. The hardest, them. the hardest thing is like, say we're having a social gathering, and like, say you have a barbecue at your house, right? And I'm just being Jamie, and I'm fucking going off at the mouth, talking at the picnic table, and I get you know everybody at the picnic table to laugh. It's hard to capture that and take it onto a stage, because right. you're like, I know this is funny. I told this story. All those people were laughing, but. It's hard to get that moment back and then put it through the microphone. Right. Because there's times I've told somewhat stories or jokes I've said in front of people that laugh that just go straight down when I say it on I stage. think a lot of that is, 
how inside is that story you're telling to the people that know more about the story so you're only hitting the bullet points because you know the six people at this picnic table really know the full story you're just recalling the what happened so everybody kind of fills in the blanks or when you go on stage nobody knows the rest they're only you're telling the bullet point they don't know it so it's not as funny you know what i mean or it's like um that's my comedy because i read i know inside jokes and i do inside jokes that's why i can make you laugh because i know what you think is funny so i'll hit it it's like uh was one guy alex told me it's all in confidence because you could have a funny story about something stupid your friend did, but if you go up there nervous as shit trying to tell it, it's not going to go over yeah. so well. That's why it's easier for you to make a group of your friends laugh, because they're your friends. You've been around them, and you know you know you can be stupid right. and wave your hands around. Well, I think, and that's the whole um, like American Idol thing. Everybody in my family said I could sing good. Yeah, no shit. And then you go on national TV, and S- Simon Cowell <laughs> rips your fucking. You that was know. fucking terrible. Yeah, <laughs> he just tears you a new one. And they use you as a joke then. Yeah. And next thing you know, you're... But you were surrounded by... She bangs. Yes people, but... Yeah. <laughs> she bangs! She bangs! <laughs> she moves! Now, he's an exception to the rule, because he actually put an album out. Yeah. And they paid for it. That's terrible. It is terrible. I'd love to be that. I'd love to be the guy who goes on America's Got no. Talent, tell one shit joke, and just be made a laughing stock. You know if William Hung played his cards right, he's got money right now. Let's see whatever happened to him. You just tough up William Hung's net worth, and I bet that dude's got at least a million in there. It's been... It's been Bam, see? It's People second. are already looking for it. 1.5 million. Oh, my God. Just for going, she bang, she bang. Wow. Estimated net worth of 1.5 million. Look, he got fat, too. Yeah. Well, yeah, he did. He's got 1.5 million. He's eating lobster. Now, here it says 500,000. Either way, dude. Give me 500000 for being a dumbass on TV. Yeah. What's the craziest thing you would do? Oh, I would do some crazy shit. To, for like, <laughs> let's set dollar amount. One million dollars. What's a, well, I guess I'd have to start suggesting shit, and then you'd have to Would you suck friend. a cock for a million dollars? I don't know. I probably I would <laughs> so put that dick in my mouth for a million dollars. I mean, I guess I'd have to know what's the finish, or do we got to finish, or do I just got to put it Yeah, in I'm not finishing. Like no. I'll blow a guy for a good 10 seconds. Some dudes can finish in 10 seconds. I'm like a bull rider in that bitch. I'm eight or less, and then I'm off the ball. Ah! <laughs> you know, when you got kids and an old lady, you got to yeah. learn to be quick. There ain't no fucking now, sitting down and having right, a session with the, with the whole old lady, like... Is it easier sometimes to just jerk off than <laughs> go ask for it? Oh, yeah. Because of the hassle. Always. <sighs> Tonight? Yeah. I want to oh. sleep. I'm tired and I have a headache. But last night you said, yeah, I know, but, you know, I don't know what we ate, but it's like, yeah. I'll be in the bathroom. Yeah. Sorry, so honey. Go take care of this yeah. real quick. My yeah. hand job is better than yours. Yeah. You know? <laughs> right. And you do make a point there. That was a real nobody, idea I got it. Nobody can stroke a cock better than you can no. because you it's like nobody's gonna tie your shoe as good as you right. can it's gonna be all loose in the bottom or the top foot just flopping around and you're like man i would have done that better yeah know thyself yeah them and their <laughs> fucking bunny ears i don't do bunny ears <laughs> no how no. do you tie your shoe i've been told i tie my shoe weird how do you do it oh, it works for me i mean i, I tie it i i cross them i pull them and then i take like a loop and wrap it around my fingers and pull the other end through i don't do that what about the, let's see I don't see. I'm not wearing shoes that have 
places because I don't. Mine are like tucked in. I don't even tie them. Oh, you do the tuck in thing? Yeah. Well, I tie them like behind Why? the tongue. Why do people just fucking tuck shit in? Show know. it to our listeners. Oh. <laughs> there, we got advertising. Shoe. What kind is that? A globe. Globe. Some skater. Oh, skater shoes. shoes. Yeah. Yeah. But okay, here's me tying my shoe. I cross. I pull. I make a loop right there. I go around. Bam. All right, now let me tie. She's probably a little warm. And funky, funky. All right, I would go like this. Maybe I do tie the same as you. You make a loop around your fingers. You wrap around it. Yeah. Yeah. So we tied. Yeah. I've been told this is an incorrect way to tie. So have I. People are like, you got to make the two loops. And I'm like, no, because then it's too loose and it doesn't feel good. Yeah, fuck them people. We tie our shoes right. <laughs> this is America, damn it. That's yeah. how I was taught. <laughs> yeah. It is how I was taught. But I've been told by a lot of people that I tied my shoes weird or wrong. Those people fuck are fucking guys. weird. Yeah. How do you tie your shoes? <laughs> yeah. How do you tie your shoe? Whoever How do you tie your shoe, person? Are you a Velcro for life person? The, the same way we tie our shoes? Or do you bunny ears it? I feel like they're not listening. No. Or they're typing. Are you a slow typer? <laughs> Hello? Alright, well, we'll No continue. response. Um, I'll keep an eye in case they do. But yeah, I don't oh, know. We got to... What does it say? Same way we do. Yeah. You're awesome. Um, okay, what were we talking about? <laughs> Tying shoes, William Hung... Uh, would you suck a dick? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah we were going to talk about shit, what we would do. So, a million dollars to suck a dick, but not to finish. What would it take to finish it? In your mouth. No, 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 no. In your mouth. Dude. Would you rather... This is the oh. Burt Kreischer. Oh, uh, here we go. Would you rather suck a dick for 30 seconds or take the finish? What's the... Or would you suck what I, it... What do I get out of it, Would though? you? Oh. A million dollars. A million dollars. All right. Would you suck it up until the point of where he finished, or would you take the finish? Hmm... Do you think you could beat a guy off to get him to come fast enough to where you don't have to take the finish, or would you just take the finish and be done with it? I don't know, because if if dude's like really trying to like hold out, that means I got to do this fucking act longer. Just thinking of Roseanne the whole time. You take the finish. Well, I'm 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 talking this out now. We're gonna try and figure it out. I I got to weigh my options. Where's the finish being in my mouth, on my face, on my ass? Where's oh, you, you gotta swallow it, bro, for a minute. Oh, so it's in the mouth and yeah. I gotta swallow. How good does the dude look? <laughs> I'd, I'd blow George Clooney. Well, I think most people would. <laughs> I don't think we're gonna get that choice. Although, I'm talking George Clooney from Roseanne when he had the feathered hair. <laughs> Alright, so we're talking that. Oh, George Clooney... And would I want to work on his dick for a half hour or just take the load? Or would you take, like, a long black dick, like a Lexington Steel dick? <laughs> oh, man, I think I'd... Or Mandingo. I don't know. I don't think I could get down like that. Yeah. I don't think I could take a big black dick. <laughs> Give me, like, a little white penis. Give me, like, a William Hung <laughs> you penis. Want a little William Hung penis? Give me a little penis. All right, now, would you work on his William Hung penis for 30 minutes or just take the load? I think... It just, it really depends on situation for depends me. Depends on the diet. I wouldn't want to work. Yeah. Can you eat some pineapple? I don't want some me? dehydrated guy, you know, blowing some thick loogie on me. It tastes me like garlic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, I don't want a garlic load. Yeah. You need, you need, uh, I don't know. I don't think I would, I don't want to swallow jizz, but I don't want to work on it for a half hour. Like, I think I could get a guy to come in less than a half hour. 
Yeah, and that's I what Kreischer's so. thing is. Like, you have to get... Do you think you could get, him, get a guy... He did that, and when I saw him, he said, anybody... Like, guys, this is only for the guys. Do you think you could get... Uh, it was something about eating pussy. Oh, if, if I said, I'll give you a million dollars, but you got to get somebody on this, you got to come on this stage and get somebody to come in under a minute, who would you pick? Uh, from anybody in the audience, and, and then he goes, you know, it's something like every guy would pick another guy because you're not getting a chick up there and getting her to come in less than a minute. I could. A chick? Yeah. Any chick. Because that, that's what it is. Like you don't eight know. out of ten, yes. Eight out of ten. What's your technique then? You got the the Seymour Butts videos. You got to have them sit on their knees and sit up, and then you got to be able to get your arm in there just like this and keep punching well, that little thing around. A certain girl doesn't like. I don't think every girl. I don't think every in girl front of an audience too. Oh well, yeah, that's you got to add that in. Where any dude. I wish you were able to sit there and get hard in front of an audience. You don't I'd think be so? all, No, I'd be Larry Limpdick all day. <laughs> Larry the... Mr. Larry, I just thought of... What do you think about this conversation? <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked up, right? Uh, I don't know. I, I wouldn't want to work on a cock, but I wouldn't want to take a load. You have to swallow it? Can you throw it up after the, no, after the man, scene? No, you gotta You got to champ it all down. Champ it all down. Assuming they had... Mangoes and pineapples before you yeah, do you it. Yeah, you would hope so. Lots and of water. And I think, because I think it's, it would fuck with you more, I think, if you had to, like, work on this dick for a long time. It's a super gay conversation. You've had a hand job before, right? Yeah. Have you ever had a hand job where nothing happened in the end and she's just sitting there stroking your dick for yeah. no reason? Yeah. Yeah. When you eventually, you eventually go limp if some dude's just sitting there working on you for a while. You'd eventually be like, but, this isn't cool anymore. Yeah, and then you got to sit there and get them hard all over. And I wouldn't want to do that. That's why I'm leaning towards just right, you, love. But it's a glory hole. Say thing. it's a glory hole, and I don't see the person. Yeah, it's and just they a don't hard see dick me. sticking out the wall. Nobody knows it was me. No, <laughs> except for the guy with the million dollars. All right, and he's not going to publicize it on social media. I think I'd take the load. <laughs> really? Why would you want to work on a fucking cock for that long? And after so long, it almost makes you gay. <laughs> <laughs> Like, but if you take a quick load, if you take a quick load, swallow it, and go eat some fucking pasta or something, you know, I don't know. I think at that point, it maybe you can forget about it. You almost have me leaning towards the load now. This is why I mean, you got to discuss it. You got to figure it out. Hmm. What if this load is Peter North? That's a big load. And this dude's just blowing them on you, throwing ropes at you. I don't know. It'd be, well, it'd be in your mouth, wouldn't it? Yeah, what you could fit in there, the rest would have to be on your face. Chin, <laughs> chest. Oh, we're Peter North in it now, huh? Alright, so we go Peter Peter North is fucking... Peter North's on the other side of this glory hole. Throwing ropes. But you don't know it's Peter North at first. No. All you I know is tell by at the at moment him. of him putting the fucking thing through the hole, you've got about ten seconds before he's going to fucking explode. So your goal is to put the mouth around the dick and just let it fly. And Now here's the other thing, I can't open my throat. Like, you know, people can chug pop and shit like that. I can't do that. Yeah. So I think I'd have an issue. I'd probably start gagging and it'd be everywhere. But do I still get the million? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> think about it, though. You're not here north. I mean... This is like we've dove so far into this pool. Oh, I was expected to hang out in the kiddie pool, and now we're like 12 feet deep di- diving for weights and shit. Well, we're in, so let's finish it. <laughs> <sighs> I know... I don't, dude, I, I wouldn't be able to do it. Man. 
You know what would suck, though, because you would take the load, and if you can't finish the load, you don't get the money. So I would just be a poor, fat bastard with cum all over him who didn't get anything out of it. Because like you said, I know. Yeah. I know. Pretty 100% sure with myself as a man, I couldn't swallow a load. I've seen how hard girls have tried to take down my loads, yeah. and it just looks rough. <laughs> like, and you're like, yeah, baby. Is it your diet, though? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, are they just like... Some yeah, girls don't like it. What do we got? This convo turned something. I don't know. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> we'll, we'll move on. Talking about taking loans. <laughs> <laughs> for money. For money. Yeah. For a million. I don't know. I think if you upped the price to a certain level, every dude has a price where they would do oh, something. Oh, DiBiase said so. You know. <laughs> Everybody's, got Everybody's got a price. He, you know, you want a million dollars? See Virgil. Yeah. You know, and then you got to blow Virgil. <laughs> <laughs> no, I with his purple vest on. <laughs> Jesus, I think uh, Virgil's doing the sick uh, dick sucking at this point. Put the money. It sounds like it. Um, yeah, maybe we should move on from the cock sucking music or music. The the cock sucking in general. I don't know. You put enough money out there, anybody will eventually. You would, you would get to a price, price where you could swallow. If it, if the money set right here, oh yeah, you would be in a whole different mindset all of a sudden because it's. Touchable. There's a mean? stack of money on this table. I say, look, I'm bringing in a guy. He's gonna jerk off. You're gonna take this load. Nobody else is in this room. You'd say, nobody knows. Hurry the fuck up. Yeah, let's you do know. this shit. <laughs> How much is it? Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. And then obviously, the more money it is, the more you're interested you are oh, in definitely. what you'll do. Everybody will say, fuck no, I ain't doing that. But like you said, you slam a million dollars stacked up on this table. Yeah, that's a lot of fucking money, man. Yeah, that's you a can lot get a lot of people to do a lot of shit for money. Oh yeah, I've done some. <laughs> really? You've paid some people some things. You've not been paid. No, I haven't been okay. paid. I've put money out there for, hey, you want that? Check this out. You know? Yeah. And it worked. It's the most you've ever put down. You don't have to tell us what they did, well, how much, or if it was legal or not. But well, it was legal. It was, all just, it was all just me being an asshole towards the old lady. Like, oh, you want $40? You're gonna see that asshole. Yeah, Damn. for forty bucks, <laughs> <laughs> cheap, cheap. Yeah. I get it at discount. High five to her <laughs> and you. <laughs> she was happy when it was over with, right? She said she wasn't, but <laughs> she was. Those, those were tears of joy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> tears of joy. Oh boy. Oh shit. Where do we go from here? <laughs> so I'm, I'm all right in comedy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, comedy's good. Hopefully to the point where you don't have to do weird shit for money. Yeah, no shit. And uh, you're you got some irons in the fire job wise. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll make this a uh, part one. Are you gonna come back? If you want me to do some more, I've been telling you for weeks. I know, and it's summer's a busy time. Yeah. Well, I don't have a job right now. Yeah. Well, so I've got. I've got I mean, about you'll a month get one until you'll shit hits the fan. Oh, I'm not worried about it. I could go work tomorrow if I wanted to, but in Michigan, I'm just yeah. I'm just gonna I'm gonna take a little time off, hang out with my kids for the summer. You might as well go to as long as you can collect unemployment. Yeah, while looking for a job, of course. Right, you're always looking because uh, yeah, fuck that shit, fuck it all, fuck all that shit. So I guess we'll uh, we'll wrap this one up. We'll uh, maybe we'll hit some other topics another time. I'm, yes. I'm available. Uh, you let me know. All right. I've told you. All you got to do is hit me up. You hit me up, I gave you the next date. 
right? Yeah. Yeah. So, as long as I can do it, I can do it. That's fine. Yeah. So that's what we do. So when you got a, a open day, here we are. Hey, Periscope, wherever you are, what does it say? That's a way to ta- end it, taking loads for money. Yes! Awesome. <laughs> Too bad we don't have any money. <laughs> I didn't take any loads. And I didn't take a load. Uh, maybe we'll end this and then take some loads. No. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, anyways, thanks for uh, tuning in, whoever you are on Periscope oh, there. Oh, that was my buddy Jason. Oh, thanks Jason. And uh, for the listeners at home, thanks for listening. And we'll see you soon, huh? Yeah. You want to plug any dates, plug your Twitter or anything like that? I don't like to do that. Uh, well, my date's probably going to be after this. Yeah. You're going to have to go, like, August dates. Yeah. You have, like, places the, they should show up far. to um, on, a certain, on certain days. I don't know. Kryptonite's right. closing. They'll all be right. all the open mics How Thursdays. Dodge Lands. Comedy nights in the Rockford area. <laughs> Check them out. You might be there. Yeah. Right. Or you have a website they can go to. Look at me on Facebook, Jamie Martin. Twitter, J underscore Martin thirteen eighty four. I still got that one. Yeah, that's okay. the one I use. Sometimes they change. Um, no, I'm not gonna be Jamie Comedy or okay. something like that. That's fucking stupid to me. <laughs> I, can't, I can't stand that. Just I don't know. There's always something going on somewhere. You just gotta look for it. Cool. Facebook it. Yeah. All right. Well, there you have it. See you next time. Bye bye. I walk through the airport with kilos in my bag. Kilos in my bag. Kilos in my bag. I walk through the airport with kilos in my bag. Kilos in my bag. Kilos in my bag. Fuck the police. And there you have it. What'd you guys think? You enjoy the uh, the return of the original dynamic duo, Ryan and Jamie. You enjoy it. Jamie's got full of stories. He's just full of stories, and uh, obviously we'll uh, follow him as he's on his journey. We uh, wish him the best of luck, and hopefully he hits it big. And we can say kind of started it all here on the podcast because that's where I mean obviously the the humor started with him and his own thing but we really kind of I want to say the podcast was a launching pad for him into stand-up comedy locally and and hopefully he can move on and and hopefully he doesn't forget us when he does seems to happen with a lot of people but uh, he claims not to and he claims to come. He'll come back, and he's gonna bring the uh, his his uh, his notebook with all the failed jokes. Uh, I don't know if this is a good idea, but I think it's uh, an interesting idea nonetheless. Uh, where we're gonna go through all the uh, all the, the the jokes that bombed and uh, see just how funny they are. Because I'm a firm believer that a lot of failed jokes. Could just be you had a shitty crowd. 
or maybe the jokes are actually bad. I don't know. He claims he'll bring the book, and we're going to go through them. Maybe not all of them, but a lot of them. And uh, see where it goes from there. We'll get updates and see how the, the shows and open mics that he's doing, see how those are going, all that good stuff. If you have uh, any uh, topics you want to hear us discuss or uh, comments, suggestions, questions for Jamie for an upcoming podcast, you can email me thinktankpod at gmail.com you can also tweet any questions comments concerns at on twitter at the thinktankpod if you didn't get the uh, sponsors and you're like hey I want to support this uh, this free entertainment that I just listened to that's getting me through my day Uh, if you didn't write the information down earlier now is your chance grab your pen or pencil or chalk, or marker, crayon, whatever, go to thearyaman.com, click the sponsor tab, then the Amazon banner right at the top, and, uh, yeah, you're just going to go do your normal shopping, and then Amazon kicks back a little percent to us to help pay for the podcast, and as a thanks for sending you to Amazon through the podcast, that's how it works doesn't cost you anything extra, and you get all that shit you were going to buy anyways. Also, phoenixbeardoils.com. Go there. You'll figure it out. Just go to the goddamn website and figure it out. Enter the promo code D2R during checkout. 10% off your entire order, and you're going to get a free sample. Be a fool not to do this. And uh, with all that being said, I think that's going to do it for this week. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Hope you enjoyed the uh, return of Jamie. And uh, next week, it's not me and Jamie. So, yeah. See you next week.
Our podcast network brought to you by Dream to Reality Entertainment. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the Detour Podcast Network on iTunes. Give us a rating and leave us a comment. We'd really appreciate it. Your word of mouth is our only advertising, so please do us a solid. Share us with everyone you know. Thanks for listening.